Hi. Welcome or welcome back to the Woke Pussy Podcast. I need to process and I am here alone. And probably, definitely one of the most excruciating like experiences of my life and I don't even know like if I can even go into the details of it but I mean we already know how hard it's been this year this past year I still think it I still call it this year I know we got to the Gregorian New Year's but nothing changed and nothing will change until Lunar New Year and Astrological New Year come up later. So there is a bit of a mind fuck there, right? We're like, oh, it's a new year, like things should start to shift, but then they don't because energetically it's the same year. The energetic year does not start over January 1st. At least not for me. It sort of begins around Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year, New Lunar New Year. And then I really feel the the change when the spring equinox happens. You know, there's a the thing about a true spiritual path, not the fake woo-woo-ass love and light Palo Santo in the club ass having bitches fucking fake ass shit, okay? A real spiritual path. The feminine path of restoring the feminine um, is that it's really painful for the ego. It's not really the kind of pain when, like, someone's stabbing you, like, you know, when they're being vindictive or when they're betraying you or, you know, those are like, it's like someone is energetically stabbing you, wounding you. It's not that. Um, It's that feeling of stretching beyond where you thought you could go it's the feeling of being cracked all the way open (laughs) and like I know that my desire is causing this (laughs) I've asked for something I've asked for the truth of me I've asked for what is really written for me. I've asked to let God be in charge of this movie of my life. And there is a precision with which God works that close enough just doesn't quite do it we really like close enough we can spend a lifetime with close enough but the truth is not satisfied (laughs) with close enough it's the truth or it's not the truth it doesn't matter how close it feels if it isn't the thing It's not the thing. And I've spent a very, very, very long time with Close Enough. And the thing is, as you know, you know in your soul, you could feel the feeling of like, 
oh, this is good enough. This is close enough. I can make this work. This is, you know, better than anything else that I've experienced before. And it's the impatience. We want to arrive. We want to be done. We want to have the thing. And you can get by like that if you would like. You can, most people do. But if you have committed (laughs) to this path, this woke pussy path, this dark goddess, feminine, (laughs) magic of chaos, feminine power, feminine embodiment, if you've committed to this path, well, truth is the only thing. It's kind of like how we say, you know, when you finally like surrender to your soul's path, it's like signing your life away into an insane asylum and you get on a fucking crazy train of unpredictable plot twists and twists and turns and when you agree to follow your soul no matter what to follow truth no matter what to listen to god no matter what you lose a lot You're asked to let go of a lot. I wasn't expecting this one. (laughs) But in hindsight, I've always known that I was just close enough. But I thought that maybe it was my fault. I thought that maybe I wasn't open enough. If I just did more work, if I just... (laughs) worked harder, did more shadow work, faced more of my, you know, past life wounds, my childhood trauma... I could make it fit. (laughs) And the more I've committed to truth, the more I've committed to letting go of my egos, ideas of who I am and what I am and what I should be doing and who I should be with and all of those things. The more I let go of that, the harder (laughs) it's been in a way. Because you ask the truth to come in and to carve your life. You say, you welcome the tower moment. (laughs) You ask it to come. You know, astrologically, I'm being supported by all this as well. Uranus is in Taurus, it's in my sign, blah, blah, blah. The Pluto in 29th degrees right now, going back and forth (laughs) between Capricorn and Aquarius. And that's in my second house. And there's just so much. And I want to say it, and I can't. And also... I can't say it 
because I don't want to admit it. I don't want to feel that it's final. I want to feel like this is something I will get through. That I'm just having a moment. But this moment seems to just keep continuing no matter how I twist and turn and contort myself and open wider and wider and stretch myself more and more and more. There's just so much grief right now. Because of the loss, the incredible devastating loss that's going on there. The devastating loss that people that I love are going through right now. That I feel with them, for them. Dating loss that's going on in my own life, personally. <laughs> All the different layers and facets and parts and pieces. <laughs> the parts of me that I'm losing. <laughs> the relationships that I'm having to lose. <laughs> or at least the versions of them as I've known them. having all these really pleasant dreams and then I wake up in hell why am I telling you all of this <laughs> I also had a revelation the other day Because I was watching um, another interview with Teal Swan. I'm on a, like a kick of, you know, listening to her on all bunch of different people's podcasts. Because I saw her on Robert Grant's podcast, which was fucking a phenomenal conversation that the two of them had, like a collision of worlds that I would never have thought of, and it was just so perfect and. So amazing. I really hope they do it again. But, um, yeah, she was talking about the new earth. She mentioned it. She wasn't really talking much about it in depth, but it reminded me that there's this, this, you know, there's, there's these different timelines that the collective can choose. We're always in a choice point. We can always choose to, you know, ascend into the new earth utopia. We can choose to devolve into nuclear war and destroy everyone and everything. We could evolve into some super weird matrixy AI takeover, <laughs> like dystopian nightmare. You know, and I think that you're like, well, everybody wants the new earth. Everybody wants better. Everybody, you know, wants a different way. And I'm noticing in the macro and the micro, right, as above, so below, that personally the desire that I've asked for is really big. Currently, my vessel, the capacity of my vessel was not big enough to hold what I was asking for. And I think similarly, 
enough people have woken up to like, you know, we don't want to live like this anymore. We don't have to live like this anymore with wars and famine and and poverty and all the bullshit, right? We don't have to do this anymore. We can live in harmony and peace and prosperity. There is a way to do that. And people have started to desire to get out of this mess of this power over others game of this zero sum game, right? Where no one can win. The desire is there. But the capacity wasn't. One of the things that builds capacity is grief. because it brings you to your knees. You give up trying to control the narrative. You give up trying to change what is and you just accept it for what it is. And it is in times like these (laughs) really fucking painful. There's just so much grief. And it is pushing the boundaries of what I ever thought that I could hold. And yet, I realize that it doesn't feel like that stabbing pain. It doesn't, I mean, it kind of feels like (laughs) in some respects there is an aspect of of betrayal and mishandling that's been happening. That does feel like being stabbed over and over again. But the situation in and of itself, the truth of it, it just hurts in that like expansive, like I said, stretching way. And the grief is so full and it just keeps pouring in. (laughs) I can barely breathe with everything. And there's nothing I've been able to do but just be with it. But our vessels are not made of clay. They're not made of glass. They're not, they're made of something else that expands. It doesn't break. I mean, it can break if you, if it expands too quickly, it can rupture. if you let it open, if you let it stretch, I don't know that there's an end to how far you can stretch. And I think that the stretching of this grief has just been pouring in from all sides. It's stretching us open. enough to let the good in. You asking for the thing you're asking for because in the having of that, you feel like you are going to be happy, be fulfilled, be joyful, right? At peace. But do you even have the capacity for that amount of ecstasy, for the amount of rapture, for the amount of joy? 
<laughs> that actually having thing is going to elicit in you. Can you hold that? Do you have the capacity for that much pleasure? For that much enjoyment? For that much awe and wonder and magic? Of course you do. But there's bullshit in the way. There's beliefs in the way... There's carcasses of ex-lovers long dead in the way. There are programs and weird autopilot robots doing weird ass shit, <laughs> blocking the pathways. There's stuck emotions clogging up the pipes. There's resentment. There's anger. There's shame. Control, avoidance. <laughs> and the thing about catastrophic tower moment things is it takes you out of control. You cannot control what's happening. The truth is the truth. What is is what is. What, what is happening is what is happening. It doesn't matter what you want to call it. It doesn't matter how you want to spin it. It doesn't matter any of it. What it is, is what it is. No matter how much you want it to be something different. And that grief, the capacity that it forces upon us is also expanding our capacity for love, for joy, for connection, for harmony, for peace. It's just, it's making space. It's showing us where we haven't been open enough, where we haven't been willing to receive enough, where we've been blocking our own blessings, where we've been in avoidance of the truth because we didn't want to be embarrassed or have to be without something that was close enough. When you're on a God-led path, <laughs> what's written for you is perfect. It's not just close enough. It's precise. And you know it when you feel it. And you know it when you see it. Until that moment, you, you, you hope that it exists. But the faith isn't necessarily there. You're afraid you're going to let go of this thing that is really quite wonderful and really quite good enough and, and really quite okay and... You really could, and it's, it's past survival. It's, you can thrive in it, sort of, <laughs> kind of. You can make it work. It's cool. But you know when you're on a path, this other path, you know when it's not right. And you're like, well, it's maybe it's just my perfectionism. Like, you know, like I'm being nitpicky. I, you know, I want things exactly how I want them. And I'm not talking about your preferences. <laughs> the thing that's written for you is <laughs> it's not usually the thing that you <laughs> wanted or expected it to be exactly. an energetic thing when the thing just fits because it was perfectly tailor-made just for you not made for you and not made with you in mind that's also lovely 
I made this for you. I thought about you while I made it for you. My intention was that it, it belonged to you. That's one version. That was me. But there's the other thing. I made this specifically for you. With your measurements, tailor-made, to match every curve and nook and cranny. A perfect fit. The perfect match. And that's her. <laughs> it's not me. And I don't really know where to go from here. Other than to just ride this fucking wave. And be happy that I've seen that that thing actually exists. Because I've known that it's something I desired. I knew, I believed in it. I believed that it was real. I believed that there are things that are not just made with you in mind, but are made for you. By the hand of God. That fit perfectly. Not just close enough. And as devastating as it is, I'm, I'm actually really grateful. I'm grateful to see this, to know this, to be freed of that nagging, like, why isn't this clicking? Why isn't it go all the way in? Why is, you know, it just doesn't quite fit. Not, not like it seems like it should. It was almost the right piece. And maybe it's just in the wrong place. That is yet to be seen. That is yet to be determined. But in the meantime, these personal truths that keep coming up for me and as I surrender to what God made for me, who God made me, regardless of my personal fucking feelings about it, <laughs> who God made for me, regardless of my personal fucking feelings about it. I don't remember what I was saying. But yeah, I'm surrendering more and more to that. And it is wildly, excruciatingly painful for the ego. It's deep and it's hard and I'm starting to realize that part of why I came here was to do this. Because if one of us does it, another can do it, and then another, and the ripple effect of breaking free of our programming and returning all the way to, like, really the glory of God and His plan and trusting that plan, you know, I couldn't sleep, and I was like, well, it's four in the morning, it's Friday, I can listen to Surakoff, and I actually read it this time, and 
you know, the story of, of Moses thinking he was the <laughs> most, the wisest man. And, and then God, of course, being like, no, actually, <laughs> there's this other man who's actually smarter than you. You should go see him. And then, you know, Moses is like, can you, can you teach me some of your wise, you know, wisdom if I stick around? And the guy's like, I mean, I don't know if you could be patient enough. <laughs> I don't know if you could be patient enough with me. You know, so one thing happens and Moses questions him, of course. And he's like, I told you. <laughs> You have to be patient. And then another thing happens, same thing, and another thing. And then, you know, it was only after, you know, before he booted Moses out, out of out of his out of his sight for not following the rules. He explained to him why all those things happened. Why he did all those things. Like the first one was, they got on this boat and he was like putting a hole in this boat. And Moses is like, what the hell are you doing, man? Like, why are you doing that? What is wrong with you? And he's like, I told you not to question me. <laughs> I told you to be patient. It turns out later that, you know, these were poor fishermen or something like that. And one of the, the lords, landlords or whatever, whoever was being a tyrant and they, they were stealing anyone's good boats. So he wanted to damage it so that it wouldn't be taken away from these poor people. And I think a lot of that is to remind us that just like, you know, <laughs> like they say, we plan, but God is the best of planners, <laughs> you know? It's hard. It's hard to let go to God's plan. It is hard. It's really, really hard. It's like the whole, it's like the whole game here. It's, it's like it's the fucking... It's the challenge. Can you surrender to God's plan? Can you surrender to what's written for you? Can you stop trying to make things that are close enough fit? Can you leave room for more? For even closer? the precision that God has promised you. That everything that you could ever want, there's a version of it that was made exactly, tailor-made, a perfect match for you. And what's yours is yours. It can never be anyone else's. No one else can ever replace it. No one else can take the place of it. Nothing else can replace it. The thing that is yours is yours. It will always be yours. It will never not be yours. It can never be taken away from you. There will never be a good enough substitute There is no equivalent. It won't be an exact fit. It'll just be close enough to get by. But it won't be the thing. And if you're on the path to have the thing, the real thing, if you're on the path of truth, if you're on a path of surrender to God's plan, close enough is never going to do it. I don't know if that made sense. 
because by the time I went through that list, I totally forgot what I had started that sentence about. What was the fucking point I was making? The fucking point that I was making is that transformation fucking hurts. Facing the truth can sometimes be the most painful thing you will ever have to do. But it's the only way out, and it's the only way through. You're suffering anyway. That's the truth. But this pain, it hurts different. It's a different hurt. It's the pain of growth. It's the pain of expansion. It's the pain of the heart opening, making more space, making more room, stretching, pushing the edges, just like when a child is in the womb and the uterus grows and grows and grows and you think it can't stretch anymore (laughs) and you think your pussy can't possibly open that wide or stretch anymore and then it does and then this new life is birthed through you and it is fucking magical there's nothing like the moment a child is born nothing like it it is one of the most incredible moments to be witness to to experience and we are on the verge of We can birth this new life, this new world into existence if we want to. But the labor that it's going to take to get there, the pain, the stretching, the opening, the breaking of the scar tissue, the pushing through all of the mess, it's going to hurt. And the problem with the woo-woo, love and light, new age, spirituality, Palo Santo and the pub ass, having fake ass hoe bitches. They want to avoid pain. And if you've been paying attention at all, if you want the thing, you have to be willing for it to hurt. It may not, (laughs) you know, it may not, (laughs) it probably will, but you have to be willing. You have to be willing to feel pain, to feel grief, to feel loss immeasurable, unimaginable loss. Because if you could imagine it, (laughs) it's not really that much of a loss, is it? It's the stuff that blindsides you. The things you don't see coming. The things you never thought of. That you're not prepared for. But then as soon as it happens, you're like, damn, I totally knew it this whole time. (laughs) I saw it coming, but I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm so grateful for my teachers. The official teachers. My lovers. who have shown me where I wasn't open or I was resisting or I was in disbelief or I was in shame or I was hiding or I was far away from myself or I couldn't be honest of who I really was and what I really was, and what my place was, and where I belonged. I'm grateful 
for the way they've loved me and desired me. <laughs> Made me feel worthy. Held me. been medicine and food and nourishment along the way. Knowing that they didn't belong to me and probably could not stay. I think the trouble is, is when you have something that's close enough, it seems like it could last forever. It's close. It's close enough. But even that will run its course. Only what belongs to you that God made for you, specifically for you, only that is eternal. (laughs) There's different levels to that shit. And even that he might take away so that you go back to him. Him, her, God, goddess, source, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Hello. The most high God. That's the game. If I give you free will... And infinite possibilities, will you choose me? And once you decide that that's the path you want to be on, that you want to choose God, Everything that's in the way of your relationship with him is going (laughs) to fall away. One way or another. Doesn't mean it won't come back. I don't want to be all doom and gloom and be like everything that's in the way of your relationship from God, he's going to fucking rip out of your life. I can't speak from experience otherwise, though. I'd apologize, but I'm not sorry. (laughs) God made me this way. It's the truth of who I am, and it's the truth of this moment. It could change. It could be drastically different in four hours. Who knows? Five minutes. (laughs) But we don't know. We have to do the thing. We have to go through the thing. We have to be where we are. We have to accept what is. We have to face the truth. That is the truth. We have to let God lead us. We have to trust why God is putting a hole in this fucking boat. God, why are you putting a hole in this boat? I need this boat. You know, it's a test of faith for sure. And I am just doing everything I can to survive it right now. And I'm so grateful that I have all the tools that I have the things I've been given by my teachers, the things I've learned along the way, all of my healers and my readers 
and my friends and the people who get me. Let me talk to them for three hours in the middle of the night. (laughs) My husband who does the same. Even when he's the one hurting me (laughs) in a moment. Who do you run to when, who you run to is the source of the pain? God is the only one left. Run to God. That's what I'm doing. Because I'm literally alone in this right now. There's no one to run to. Nowhere to go. It's death or God. That's the only choice sometimes. Go to God. Death is not a choice for me. I committed to that many years ago. That that was never a choice. could not be a choice so what's left the people you've ran to are the ones hurting you or they've been taken away from you through death or other means sometimes it's true love What do you have? Where do you go? Where do you run? You run to God. The more you run to God, the less reason you will have (laughs) to be forced to run to God. That's still a theory for me. I'm going to test that out now because this shit ain't the business, okay? This is not it. Like I'm like, I got you. I'm never leaving you again. (laughs) I am here. I am, I am here. Forgive me. I'm so sorry. I don't understand it. The ego doesn't, it doesn't want it to make sense. Like, why does that shit matter? (laughs) Why can't I just live my life? Why can't I just have what I want? Why can't I just do whatever I want? (laughs) Ah. Anyway. I don't know what else to say. I hesitated to pop on here, but... You know... Like I said, I'm... Here alone. It's the middle of the night. I needed to uh, process things. I had the Mercury and Gemini problems. I had need to hear my own. And, you know, all the Taurus. The Taurus-Gemini combo is like, I need to hear my own fucking voice <laughs> to be able to process things. So thank you for being here. It means more to me than you know. I hope that My vulnerability is medicine for you in whatever way that shows up, whether it's uncomfortable or whether it's a breath of fresh air or whatever it brings up for you. It's not for me to decide. (laughs) That's between you and God. (laughs) So...
if you need me, I'm good. Like I'm fucked up, but I'm I'm good. So if you if you need me, um, check out the site PenelopeBadger.com/shop. Um, I have lots of different session options, readings, healings. Um, yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, Instagram at Pen Badger. Yeah. At Woke Kitty City on Instagram, if you just want the woke pussy stuff and it's basically all tarot readings on that page now. So all those are basically timeless. If you need some advice or, you know, you can just pick on one of those and it should speak to your current situation. Or you can hit me up for a personal reading or do some inner child healing, whatever it is that you need. There's something else. Oh, email uh, wokekittycity at gmail.com. That is all for now. We're going to get through this one way or another. But don't avoid what it's pointing to inside of you. No matter what's going on for you, what is it pointing to inside of you? Don't run from it. This is an unconditional game, unconditional love, unconditional acceptance, unconditional free will. Have some grace with yourself. If you're going through it, allow it. Just let it be. There's a plan. You may not be able to see it right now. You may not see why there's a fucking hole in this boat. Like, why is this motherfucker trying to drown us? Okay? <laughs> but, um, there's a reason. And it'll all make sense one day. And you'll understand one day. And just trust the process. <laughs> Enjoy the ride. It's a good-ass fucking movie. The plot twists just keep on fucking twisting. <laughs> God's the best screenwriter. Way better than you. Just let him do it, okay? <laughs> and enjoy the movie. All right, hit me up if you need me. Thank you so much for being here again and witnessing me and putting up with my bullshit. I love you. Bye.